What is up? We're coming to you live from the cat house in Montebello, California. Everything is just discombobulated today. No, don't show your face, Tiger. We don't want your face on the internet. This little kid can turn around at the drop of a hat. But here we are. It's Monday night. This is what we do. Uh, uh, to, to start off, we almost didn't have a show tonight. We're, uh, no, yeah, seriously, I was probably ready to just not do the show tonight. Um, it's Monday. Yeah, I, I, I skipped the usual intro. Dre's Geek Philosophy. Nonsense. Yes, baby Dre is right here with me because, uh, uh, mommy, I had to take mommy to the hospital at five in the morning today. It turns out uh, my, 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 my poor wife, let's just, we'll just lead off with that. Let's, let's just start off with that. With that. Uh, my wife, uh, I, I, what we thought was an upset stomach, turned out to be appendicitis. And uh, I, I drove, uh, me, and the, me and the kid here drove mama to the hospital this morning at 5 in the morning. And it's been uh, Daddy Drake here. I called out of work and it's just been me and the little guy here all day long. So yeah, I, I did not prepare for the show. One iota. I mean, I kind of had a framework. Art Solorio sent me a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't get to review. Uh, actually, she had a pencil. She had surgery. She's okay. Let me just. <laughs> I'm burying the lead there. She she's fine now. She's been messaging me. She's 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 recovering. She theoretically, hopefully, should be home tomorrow. She's fine. She's been messaging me. She just uh, sent me a good luck with the show. And honestly, her telling me to. Good luck with the show was like, I guess that was that push that I needed because I almost just didn't do the show. I was just, just going to be like, nope, not doing the show. All right, kid, if you, you're going to have to go lower because I can't let you. Don't. You're, I, I promised your mother you wouldn't be on camera. <laughs> you're, 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 your back will be on camera. The back of your head will be on camera, young man. So, yeah, it's been uh, Daddy Drake Hair, uh, the, the sequel. Because uh, uh, just like, a, like well, five months ago after this guy was born, it was, there was a three days of Daddy Drake Hair. And uh, we're doing Daddy Drake Hair again, where it's just been me and this dude, and he got to have formula today for the first time, because uh, obviously mommy can't breastfeed from the hospital, and can't breastfeed while she's unconscious, so we had to bust out the the, the, the high quality formula that we've been sitting on for a little while, and uh, the, the kid is, uh, <laughs> yeah, come back, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'll come back later this week, because uh, I don't know how long Daddy Drake Hair is going to be, because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, not sure if mommy can uh, even lift the kid. I, I I might have to miss work all week. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we're gonna see, but that that's just what's happening right now. I got this guy. It's been me and him all day. He had his formula, and uh, I, uh, today I learned that uh, <laughs> uh, formula poops are much stinkier than breast milk poops. Yes. <laughs> That's a that, that that's your your daddy update. So, it it it's gonna be I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see how much I can crank out. Uh, he he was totally cool and chilling next to me right up until seven fifty nine. Seven fifty nine. He's like, nope. I know things are happening. I need to speak and I need to complain and I want you to hold me, father. And that's uh, I'm holding the big guy right here. He's grabbing onto my shirt and my adorable mini me, my 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 little guy. And, uh, yeah, formula ones, we, we, we got the, the nice, friggin' happy baby organic formula, but, ooh, man, those are the poops today. Holy jeebus. He, uh, he was dropping the heat, so to speak. 
and then uh, my, my, my best friend uh, Jai was telling me, uh, just wait till he gets to solid food, and then it's all, yeah, yeah, we're, we're on the road to solid food in, in, in a month or so. This guy turned five months last week. So, what, uh, the, the, the framework I had this week, what I was going to talk about, well, originally, art, awesome, art was awesome, sent me a whole bunch of stuff, because last week, the PlayStation 5 was announced, and a whole bunch of things were going on, so, all right, good, you can look forward, but you can't be on camera, awesome. So the PlayStation 5 was announced. A whole lot of stuff was with it, and all, all, all kinds of craziness. But I, and again, like I said, art was awesome and sent me a whole bunch of information that I have been I was unable to look at because, baby. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I was busy all day with baby. Cause yeah, like like mama didn't feel well yesterday, so so papa was was doing and taking care of the baby as much as he could yesterday. I thought. Poor Rosa had a stomachache, but no, 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 appendicitis. But she's, she's okay. She's okay. She's texted me. She she had the surgery. She's on the mend. Uh, depending on, I don't know how invasive surgery was. She should be home tomorrow. And then this little guy, I think I think he's missed her a few times. But as I was saying, yeah. So like big announcements happen were happening last week in video games. But what I wanted to talk about, I guess what what I what I pieced together was. Uh, uh, as you know, as, as a crazy person, you know we do this show primarily on Facebook Live. We we put it out as a podcast as well, but then we put it on YouTube. <laughs> Eventually, I'll someday I'll catch up on YouTube. Uh, I, my hotspot isn't good enough to do it from here at home, and I've been so busy at work I can't upload them at work like I like I've been doing before. Uh, all my Facebook memories, you know, I, I've been looking at my and so like for the past week, uh, all, all my Facebook memories are all E three related because last week. There was supposed to be the Electronic Entertainment Expo, but clearly that didn't happen. Uh, good old coronavirus, COVID nineteen, uh, wiped that off the, that you know, and any other show off the face of this earth temporarily. And honestly, I think it might be the end of that show. Uh, we, we, you know, for years, usually this week, this is when we go on and on about how E three is dying. E three is dying. Back when Sam and I would we do we'd be doing the show we we lament oh it's the E3 is not like it used to be oh no E3 sucks now E3 is not fun E3 this E3 that and we we constantly uh, lament what E3 used to be and honestly I this what happened with, with, with its cancellation this year you know, see Art says uh, Port E3 needed a break uh, honestly though I mean I think a break is probably the worst thing that could have happened. To E3, because now I I feel everyone is realizing they can just do everything without the show. Sony, you got to see that they, they spent an hour and twenty minutes uh, doing uh, nothing but trailers, uh, hitting everybody with all the information they needed, and and that didn't cost them a bunch of floor space and a bunch of brand ambassadors <laughs> models that they had to hire to stand next to PS5s. They they just Asked the dev teams to put together a bunch of videos. They slap them together in a video, post it on the internet, and yeah, they 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 don't need E3, and I, and it looks like no, all these game developers probably don't need E3 anymore. And this uh, this is kind of going to be a revelation for all these. Hey, we we don't have to spend all that crazy money. We don't have to fly all the LA. I'm sure you know a lot of them will miss the fact they could get together and do business. I know my boss at work. You know he he yeah, he kind of hated going to E three, but you know, for for him it was like because he had to go and meet with all the publishers, and take meetings, and figure out what how how much crazy orders of, of games we were gonna make for the for the for the calendar year, right? 
I'll see that right there. Art says that. media coverage is so much easier now via Twitch and YouTube. It's like the internet, uh, the accessibility via the internet, so much easier now that, that, that you don't need a big, uh, you know, in 1997 when it, when it, when it first started, uh, yeah, you, you still need it. There was the, it was primarily print media. Everybody flew down, and the internet was still barely in its infancy. Ha ah, infancy. Ha <laughs> ha. Devil entendre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like that, huh? You, you like that quick little pop up. Now we have Zoom. Yeah, we we, we have Zoom. And I, it's, it's funny. I, I keep having. Oh, hello there. There she is, everyone. Hey, there's Rosa. There, there's Rosa, guys. Everybody. She's she's watching from her hospital bed. Hello, my love. Hello. Tiger's butt says hi. <laughs> yeah, Twitch had four million views. Yeah, the the the, the PE three press conference. Uh, yeah, they don't need it. It's it uh, the, uh, the it's it's unnecessary now. It's uh, that's why it's gone. And then, you know, so I, but I, I I will miss. I I am not here to bury E three. I'm here to remember it. He smiled. Yeah, he smiled. Ooh. Mommy's watching you. Mommy can see the back of your head. Mommy can see the back of your head, Bubba's. Mommy, and then she saw your smile. Oh, yeah, you smiled. You smiled. Even me, yeah, right there, Art says, even memes are free advertisement. Even babies, but I could put, you know, Nintendo Switch right here, and that'd be better advertisement. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like I said, I, I'm not here to bury you three. I'm here to remember it. Yes. Now, that's what's been like I said. That's what's been going on. Every, every morning when I when I check Facebook and I obsessively check my memories, I see all of these posts that I made throughout the years of all the times I've gone E3. And you know what? I, oh, oh, hey, 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 your mom, your mother's watching. You can't be on camera. You can't show your face on camera. Back down you go. Back down you go. Back on my knee. <laughs> um. And so, uh, you know, I had you know I had a lot of great times at E3. I wish a lot more people could have had those great times. I was very fortunate all those years of working in the video game industry in some way, shape, or form. You know, working for Nintendo. I would take a drink when I'm holding a baby. Um, all those years being able to go. And, you know, I, I see all the, the silly shit I would do. Like, uh, one of my favorite things to do. There, there's this company called, uh, I, think, I think they were PDP. They were an accessory company. Uh, and they would they would bring a whole bunch of accessories and just put them on display. But the one thing they'd always bring they used to bring this giant Hello Kitty kind of a statue. And uh, one year I decided ah, I'm gonna go take a photo with the Hello Kitty statue. I'm just, I can just go uh, take a photo with it and then uh, do a silly pose. And every year that would probably be my 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 most liked or most reaction photo every year of me hugging Hello Kitty, me lifting Hello Kitty, me. I, if I, if I could have got away with it, I would have done the uh, a dirty dancing. I would have like lifted up the Hello Kitty up like I'm holding Tiger. <laughs> and yeah, that, that was always fun to do silly stuff like that. And uh, there was uh, there was one memory uh, where it was uh, <laughs> that there was a, it was for Epic Mickey two, and you could line up and you can get an official uh, Disney pair of ears, but it wasn't the the, 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 the typical Mickey ears. They were Oswald ears. They were the, the longer bunny ears. And I and I, I waited in the two, I think it was a two-hour line. We all had our, and I'm not sure if it was our DSs or our 3DSs at that point. But uh, we had our, we had our, we had our gaming devices so we could, 
weather the line. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was a Hello Kitty. Yeah, <laughs> when I say Hello Kitty, ha. Huh? Yeah, no, they, they always had this giant Hello Kitty, and I love taking a photo with it. Uh, there's, there's one year where um, I uh, I waited, we waited two hours in line, and I got a, a, a pair of Oswald ears, and then because you, you wait in line, then you give them your name, and they put they, they etched the name on the back like they would at Disneyland. And it, it was really cool. There, it, it was a nice way to promote the. I, and that was the kind of stuff that they used to do at E3 because it was primarily back then it was more for people who were in the industry and a bunch of sly motherfuckers who tried to sne- who would sneak in. But I, I, over the years, as I've said before on the show, I'm sure all these companies have noticed that the number of people who were sneaking in, you are pulling down my shirt, kid. You're giving me a V-neck. <laughs> my child is pulling my, my shirt down if you're watching the, the video here. If you're listening to this in the podcast form, it's, it's doing absolutely nothing for you. But if you're watching the, the the Facebook video, my child is being silly, and I lost my th- th- <laughs> my, my my young man derailed my train of thought there. Oh, all all these companies started noticing that there was way more people who were just sneaking in to just to be there than actual industry people who were there to make decisions, and I think that that was truly what the downfall of the Electronic Entertainment Expo was. Because, but like, who could blame them? I, I, I think it was the year before I started going. Nintendo was giving out mugs of beer for her Conker's Bad Fur Day. It was like, like cool stuff like that. You, you hear stories like that. Uh, I think my, my first year, Nintendo was giving out Game Boy Advances. Like if you if you waited in the long line, and you got to the to the, the little they had a spinning wheel thing, and if you got lucky, you could go home with a Game Boy. Advance back then, hundred fifty bucks. You know, back 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 in those days, who wouldn't want to try to get one of those? Who like you know, a bunch of gamers hear about this uh this Disneyland like place of video games? Like uh, was it my my first year? Uh, I believe it was like two thousand and one. Was like Kingdom Hearts. Oh, buddy, buddy, what's wrong, buddy? You want to sit down? You want to sit down here? You want to sit down? Want your woman up? Take your woman up. All right. Take, take your woman up. All right. He got his woman up. Uh, well, what's up, buddy? You want to come back up? What do you want? You want a woman up or you want to come back up? Yeah, the, the, the first year I went, there was a, for, it was a 2001 Kingdom Hearts it was, it was, it was, was announced and, or, or they actually had a playable demo of it. Nowadays, if there's a playable demo of something, you'd have to wait in an enormously stupid line. But back then, 2001, there was like 30 demo stations at the Square Enix booth just playing the first level of Kingdom Hearts, and I could just walk up and play it. No problem. Uh, back when the GameCube was coming out, if I wanted to play, I could, in within the span of 15 or 20 minutes, I played Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, I played Metroid Prime, and uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Just because I could just walk up, play it for a few minutes, alright, cool, I got to try it. Walk over to another... Uh, to the next demo station, there, there was no lines. Uh, there, a Nintendo booth with no lines. Nowadays, that's that's an unheard of thing now. It, going, going, trying to go to the show. But back then, you could just try everything. It was just because back then, especially the one of those first few times I went, it was pretty much industry only, with the exception of a bunch of uh, local GameStops yahoos who who took advantage of the the ESA's. Lack of foresight. Like, oh, all right, this person works for GameStop. That's fine. But they don't check to see, oh, is this person a buyer? No, it's a game advisor. 
But you know what? The, the benefit of living in Los Angeles, right? Like, I remember seeing that there'd be people, who, GameStop employees would realize this, and they would fly in. It was like their vacation. They'd fly in. From, I remember I ran into this guy when he was from South Carolina, and he came out to E3. He registered for it. He got himself a hotel room. I was like, wow, dude. I got out of bed, drove to the convention center. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> the, I guess I, the, the, there's a few benefits for, for living here in L.A., uh, Aside from dealing with the, the terribly high rent, but the, the really nice weather, although it's real hot as balls today. Uh, E3 was a lot of fun. It was I, it was a thing I really look forward to every year, especially once I started getting... Uh, uh, once I started getting further in the industry, and, I, and then I got a bunch of friends to go with. Once I was going with a bunch of friends, that was really awesome. Or when uh, uh, the, the first time I went with... Uh, with my buddy Jai and a few of our other co-workers. That was a lot of fun. I remember we had, we had a good time. That, that was really great. And there was another time me and a bunch of my Nintendo co-workers, we all went together. Yeah. Rosa, I've been awake since, since 5 a.m. Yes, I have been awake since 5 a.m. I think I snuck in a few minutes of, of, of sleep when this guy was sleeping. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been up the entire time since 5 a.m. Taking care of this guy and being worried about you, wifey. But uh, I'm less worried now that you're okay. Uh, as I was saying. Yeah, well, once I, I was, a bunch of my Nintendo co-workers, we'd all go together. And then there was one year they gave us, uh, oh, you could bring three guests. Nintendo got a bunch of guest passes. Because I think it was the year they were debuting the Wii U. And they wanted a bunch of people who were going to be excited about Nintendo to, 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 to come down. And so it's funny, each of the Nintendo, but we all got to bring three people. So I had my own little motley crew of, uh, I brought a couple of my former GameStop co-workers and I brought my brother. And uh, I was like, all right, cool, let's, let's all go have fun. And we uh, we, had, we had a blast uh, running around the men's center. And then, honestly, I think that was probably the last really fun E3 I had. Because I think uh, the year after that, I think I uh, that's when I had left Nintendo. I think it was, uh, yeah, it was 2012. Yeah, that was 2012 E3. And in 2013, I I, I, I I got a pass because uh, they, like I said, the the, the ESA was not really good with checking records and stuff. All I had to do was say, yes, I still work there. <laughs> Please renew my alumni registration. Ha ha ha. And I took a day off from working at Disney, and I, and I went with one of my Disney coworkers who he who he also had a pass. Well, that, that was okay. We walked around. He he, he was nerdy out because I think he was his first or second E3. Remember, we left and got burgers afterwards. And the year after that. I think I managed to get in. Uh, I think my one of my Nintendo buddies let me. He he wasn't gonna go one of the days. He was like, "I'm tired. You, you want to go one of the other days?" And I walked around by myself, and uh, uh, that wasn't fun. It's like again, going to any convention by yourself. That's not fun. You you need other people. I think that's a uh, that's like the not fun. Like the the, the I, if you've been checking on the last couple of days, I've been a few videos. I think that was 2016. Uh, I think that was the last time I went. Uh, I I think it's on live. I, I don't I don't see it coming back next year. Or if it does come back next year, they're not going to have a lot of the big companies. I, I I think that it's in a lot of trouble. I think yeah, like I mentioned earlier, this not being around has really exposed the fact that a lot of these companies don't need to spend the millions. Because EA was the first one who realized cause EA was would spend millions of dollars building this giant booth. To showcase all their games and to hold meetings, and then 
I think the at the end of the day the, the this terrible term return on investment the return on the uh, on that investment was uh, was not great for EA I mean they were make uh, they're making money hand over fist but I think somebody at EA realized eh, we're not getting value out of this we could they could just as easily fly people to one of their campuses and show them the games and get the same amount of press coverage or as they were doing if they wanted to have people play the games, they, they started setting up shop across the street at LA Live and doing their own little EA Play event, which probably cost them a fraction of what they were spending before, and they're just letting people walk up and play Madden or play whatever sports games they just wanted to let people try out. A more controlled environment for them, instead of having a bunch of Yahoos just looking for free stuff, they could control, alright, Yahoo's looking for free stuff, we're going to do something small outside, here you go, enjoy yourselves. And make themselves look like heroes. Like, oh, you don't need an E3 badge to come to EA Play. Oh, the, turn it on its head. Hey, look. Non, non-badge non areas. That's, that's what's happening in a lot of these conventions. You know, San Diego Comic-Con has a lot of non-badge things. Nintendo does that every year at San Diego Comic-Con. They have a big booth where you don't need a Nintendo badge. If you happen to be in San Diego, you can just roll on in. But yeah, the yeah we I, I constantly every year I we, I would come on here you know me and Sam or or Pete would nod appreciatively and, and try to understand I, I I always put it from Pete's perspective like San Diego Comic Con like it's the same thing like that the same thing that's been happening at E3 is happening the San Diego Comic Con these big giant conventions that people you know have have what we call it what's the word I'm looking for they have. The, the, the expectations are far too high. They, they set these these high bars of like, oh, I'm going to go to this show and it's going to be the most greatest experience of my life. And it's it's not what it used to be. Like the, the, the story, Too many people are going to these shows, especially now that the last few years where E3 has been literally just selling badges to people. It's like, all right, you want to come here? Gamer Pass. Here you go, Yahoo's. You don't have to sneak in. You can just pay now. You just pay us directly instead of having to pay. It was what a lot of people would pay some other company. Uh, some undetermined. That's how, that's how my brother used to get in. He'd just pay. This this electronics company would literally sell badges. They'd be like, all right, we'll just we'll pretend that you're on our payroll, and uh, you, you you get an E3 badge. You just pay us whatever amount of money, and then I guess the, the ESA realized, hey, we can just collect this cash. Why are we letting all these other people make this money? We can get this money because they're, they're they clearly they they stopped getting that money from EA. Then Activision got tired. And they pulled out. And then the, the, the awkwardness of last year where Sony just didn't show up at all. <laughs> they, they're not going to... Clearly, now that the, the, the amount of press they got just from doing their own show, yeah, they're never going back to E3. <laughs> Nintendo, uh, you know, inadvertently like may have started this wave because they, they realized, wow, we do this big press conference? Nah, let's just pre-record something. Release it around the time we would have been doing our press conference. Let everybody watch. And now that's like the new way to get your. It's that that's that's not even the new way. That's the most convenient way to disseminate your information now. Drop it on YouTube. Put it on Twitch. Put a live stream on YouTube. Yeah, put a live stream out, and make the announcements yourself. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it, Tiger? And I think that, that that's what's been happening to you know, E three. But I I will lament. I guess here I am not here to bury E three. I'm here to praise what it used to be. I had a lot of good times at E three. I think one of the, 
I think when Smash Brothers Wii U was coming out, I remember I was like, oh, I'm not going to get any swag. And I'm like, oh, let me wait in line. I just want to play this game. Like, oh, if you win the match, you you get a shirt. I'm like, all right, cool. I am not good at Smash Brothers. But somehow, I, 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 I by pure luck, because that's what a lot of Smash Brothers is. It's, it's pure luck. Yeah, E3, oh, E3 hit its apex in 2005 or 2006. That, that, that was his apex. <laughs> yeah. uh, E3 hit its apex in 06. And that's when the, the, uh, everything was out of control. Actually, everything was out of control then. And I, it's funny, because in, in 2007, all the, all the game developers rebelled in 2007. And they had a really small show. They, they, they did it in an airport hangar in Santa Monica. Everybody got a six-foot white table like you'd see at a regular comic book convention. And, they, they, and they, it was this very egalitarian, very very socialist, communist way. Like everyone gets the same table, you know, whether it's Nintendo or Sony or little Natsume or little Atlas. Everyone got the same amount of space. Everybody got a six-foot table and two monitors to show their wares. And then uh, I guess everybody's like, oh, this isn't that cool. And the following year... They, they and it was invite only. They only invited like a thousand. They literally just only invited the press, and that was it. And the following year, they did something similar, but they did it at the convention center, but only in the concourse hall, not the west hall, the south hall, but just the concourse hall. And they did something similar where everybody just got a meeting room, and you just go in and have your meetings, and that was it. And it was decided in uh, 09, All right, we'll bring back E three, but it's a. Uh, but what they brought back was a zombie of, uh, that's a, that's a, I guess, I remember that was like the beginning of the end. Because uh, I remember walking up to the Capcom booth, and uh, the entire booth was enclosed. Except for like, they had six demo units. They had three demo units on the right for one fighting game, they had three demo units on the left for some other game. And all the games that people actually wanted to play were behind the barrier. And you had to walk up, and I guess they were like, nope, press only. You had to have made an appointment we have to show some legitimate credential of press. Because they know, I mean, in 09, they knew. People were just walking in, doing whatever they want. People were sneaking in, and they were trying to limit it. And everybody, uh, well, they were trying not to, they were cracking down on the, there's no booth babes, there's no loud music. Because, man, it was kind of like a crazy rave sometimes. Because every, every booth was trying to be louder than the other back in, oh, from, from, from when I went from 01 to 06, it was just like crazy loud Free stuff everywhere, all kinds of madness, half-naked women everywhere. Cause hey, come to our booth, check out all these chicks. That 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 was like the the, uh, it was like a like a Vegas convention. That's kind of what it was. And then uh, they instituted rules like no no when we can uh, they brought it back in '09. They're like all right, we brought back the show. We have all these rules. Where a lot of people were mad. Oh, where do booth babes go? Like me, like. I don't care about the booth babes going away. I care about the demo units going away. Hey, I can't play anything anymore. <laughs> 01 to 06, I could play everything. I would go all three days. I will have literally played every game, and the games I really liked, I would have played two or three times. And the, the last few times I went, I were like I could count the number of games I played on one hand. <laughs> like that, like that 2016. These videos that you've seen of myself, Sam Zia, and Lamar, uh, they're. Uh, uh, Harmonix had teamed up with uh, PDP, and they, they were doing that rock band Rivals, and so they set up a rock band stage. And there, and I guess a lot of these people don't want to play rock band. They're like, oh, a lot of your typical uh, nerds or geeks. Oh, I don't want to go up there on stage where you got Lamar 
and Sam and me, you got three big ass hands. Like we fucking love rock band and we love fucking performing. Fuck yeah! We, I think we just kept going to that booth all day. I remember I performed like four or five times, uh, two of which were documented clearly. And then I know Lamar just was all day going back to that. And the, the, I remember I think from that that E three that was probably one of the only like three games I played. I, I played Rock Band Rivals. Which is literally the exact same game I already have at home in Rock Band 1, 2, 3, whatever, 4, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, that, like, that was the only fun game that, that was you could, where you could walk. You, you literally, like, the, the wait time was 5 or 10 minutes. There might have been one or two bands ahead of you. <laughs> All right, however long their song takes, 5 minutes. All right, cool. And then, or like, me, Sam, and Lamar, like, we, we go up. Okay, let's perform Cult of Personality. All right, cool. Get out of line. All right. Lamar's turn. You pick a song. Jer- <laughs> Pearl Jam's Jeremy. All right, cool. Let's get out of line. Let's go back up. All right, my turn. I, I want I want Queens of the Stone Age, threes and sevens. <laughs> go back up. All right, Lamar, boom. Uh, Def Leppard, photograph. I remember the songs because it was just so much fun. We had so much fun. They're like, oh, yeah, this is the best booth. This is the best booth in the entire convention. Screw Nintendo. I think Nintendo, I think that might have been like Breath of the Wild. We had to wait like three or four hours to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Screw that. I'm not going to wait for... I, I only had like six seven hours that day anyway. I'm not gonna spend half of it to wait for one game. I think that 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 was eventually like my, my old man complaint was like, Dude, we're just spending all day waiting in line and I, I no, and that's what's happening to all these other conventions like San Diego Comic Con and Anime Expo. It's called Line Con. There's a line to get inside to get your ticket ticket, and that they just uh, I guess that's that, that I guess that's the side effect of nerd culture being mainstream now. I, I, that, that would be the only way to explain it is that now that it's acceptable everyone wants to go which it's cool on one hand alright it's acceptable to be a nerd and to be a geek but on the other hand you can't enjoy it the way you used to when it used to be very uh, excluded well I don't know we weren't excluding normal people people were kind of shunning it pretending it didn't exist you could have comic book conventions in a hotel ballroom and you could meet all the creators, and it was very easy. Now, you, you, it's, it's very difficult to go to a comic book convention. <laughs> well, currently, right now, in the state of the world, is you can't go to any conventions at all. It's just uh, insane to think about. It. Just, we, uh, we all lament, oh, E3, E3, oh my god, oh, poor E3. Yeah, I mean, E3, half, half E3 did it to itself, and the other half was just that the, the evolution of the times is what that's what got the that show, at the at, at the end of it. It, it. Will it be back next year? I don't know. It, it'll be a, a shadow of its former self. I'm sure a lot of the smaller, uh, a lot of the smaller publishers will still want to do it. Like, like the, the the publishers that are not like uh, Nintendo or like obviously the your 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 console makers are kind of getting away from it. And I think a lot of your bigger developers, like a Capcom, or obviously Activision walked away, EA walked away. Capcom last year at E3, they literally only had one game at their booth. Just one game. It was the entire booth was just Monster Hunter World. I mean, it was their most successful game of all time. Uh, apparently, it's their most successful game of all time. Even more successful than Resident Evil or Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Beth- Beth- oh, I- ironically, Art, last year was the first time Bethesda had a booth that you could actually walk up to. There were still, there were lines. Bethesda, but Bethesda notoriously has been kind of like, nope, stay away from us. I remember one, I remember 
one booth that had, or one publisher that had always been kind of like stay away from us is, or was uh, Lucas uh, Lucas Arts. They were always like stay away. We don't want you in here. And then Bethesda used to always just have a big black monolith of a of a booth that only it was invite only. Even in the old days, it was invite only. I remember like, oh, that's weird. Bethesda didn't want any demos back then. I bought, yeah, like I said, ironically, last year, you can go to the, our YouTube page, there's a, I have a video of the Bethesda page, yes, young man, don't worry, I'm going to be wrapping, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up here in a few minutes, buddy, don't worry, uh, I know you're getting all feisty, uh, I know, you want to come back up here, you want to, you want to wrestle daddy, all right, I know, yeah, yeah. Bethesda has always required press badges. Like last year was the first time. Xbox, yeah, Xbox. I'm sure they don't want to. They're they're starting to see that it's 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 a theoretical waste of their money. Uh, the the promotion that the E3 is not what it once was, which sucks. But you know, it's it's sign of the times. Sign of the times, my friends. That's why our good buddy Pete Mooney throws his own small little convention, which feels more like an old-timey convention. <laughs> which we couldn't throw this year because of the obvious reasons, but, you know, hopefully next year, or the year after that, we can bring back the old East L.A. Cape to try to bring back that old-timey feeling convention where you can go to. But as far as video games goes, I think we just have to... Uh, this new reality where if we want to try something, we have to download a demo or watch someone play it on Twitch or YouTube. Or just wait for it to come out and wait for it to drop in price in two weeks because that's what happens to a lot of these games anyway. <laughs> they come out at 60 bucks, and but all you got to do is be patient. Unless it's a game from Nintendo, you'll be able to get it for 40 bucks in a few weeks. Or if you wait long enough, you wait for the Game of the Year version in six months or nine months, and you just pay 40 bucks for $100 worth of content. Game industry. Yeah, there, I, there was a very angry blog I wrote several years ago where I was complaining about how the game industry was killing itself. And lo and behold, it continually does kill itself. It's still doing the things that I, com that I, complain, I complain about. Yeah, Black Friday price in two weeks nowadays. You used, you used to have to wait till Black Friday. I remember waiting, I was like, I'm going to wait till Black Friday to get some of these games that come out in October just uh, so I can get them real cheap. But now it just happens all year long. You don't have to wait. Someone will discount it. Mortal Kombat 11. I feel bad for anyone who bought that game day one, 60 bucks. Sorry. All right, young man. All right. My, my executive producer, Tiger, is calling. All right, here. You want to come up? You want to come up? You want to come up? All right, come on up. All right. My executive producer here is um, getting a little testy. I'm not sure. He might need a nap. And daddy yapping his gums over and over. I certainly... Yeah. See, Ryan, I'm sure you just got Mario Kart 11 for probably a very good price. Probably nowhere near $60. No. Might have got that one that has all the all the DLC in it all together for a good price, I'm sure. Yeah, because now the... Because the, the, all these developers, are, there's no incentive to release a complete game. Let's just release portions of games. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. Okay, big man. All right. All right. All right. Well, sorry, everyone. 
formula will make him sleep good tonight. Well, we're, we're, we're going to find out here in a, in a little bit. All right, for my little man here. Uh, we're, we're always have stuff here in the works on the show. I, I know the last few weeks we had spent it. Black lives still matter. Black lives still matter, and they're always going to matter. Just because I didn't go full friggin' civil rights. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Mom, mommy's calling to wrap it up. Mommy's call, calling to wrap it up via Facebook Live here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, try, I'm working on some stuff on the, on the side here. We'll hopefully get that up and running. Uh, as long as I'm the father of a toddler, it's going to be a challenge. Thank you for watching. Uh, make sure to follow us. Instagram, Twitter, all that usual stuff, YouTube. Uh, Patreon, our awesome patrons. Ryan and Art were here. I guess Daniel was probably busy with family. I'm sure he'll roll on in at 8.45 and wonder where we were. But Alright, this is great audio. I know, right? This is amazing audio. Baby crying in the background. Thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, I love you, wife. Wife, I, I hope you're feeling better. We'll see you guys next time. Good night. Alright, podcast listeners. I hope you enjoy all this baby crying.